This is the Reluctant Leader Podcast, the podcast designed to help you if you've landed a leadership role through no fault of your own and now need to find out what you should be doing. I'm your host, Mark Terrell, and have been there and know what it feels like and made all the mistakes. In each episode, I'll be getting to grips with a leadership topic by interviewing an expert in their field. You'll find out why they do what they do and take away some top tips you can use to become a more confident leader. For more content and to keep in touch with how the project is developing, go to www.thereluctantleader.co.uk. If you have any comments about the episode, you'll find me on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. So let's crack on with the show. Today I'm talking to Jonathan Butler, who is an award-winning chef and restaurateur with nearly 30 years industry experience and since 2010 has run his own restaurant consultancy business, Outsourced. John specialises in working with hospitality businesses to improve their efficiency, deliver exceptional customer experiences and increase profits. He is also the author of Business Recipes for Success, Four Steps to Building a Successful Restaurant and Hospitality Business and a Motivational Speaker, drawing on personal and business experience in his talks. I hope you enjoy this discussion we had about customer experience and I will catch you on the other side. John, a warm welcome to the Reluctant Leader podcast. Good morning. Thank you very much. Um, I was looking through your book uh, on my way back from uh, London last night on a train and I must admit well it's just packed full of great advice and I think you should be uh, proud of what you've done there because I think if any business uh, could any business owner could uh, learn a lot from that book uh, and not only th- that how they can squeeze an acronym into anything they're doing which <laughs> we'll talk a bit more about that in a minute but anyway yeah, no, before, yeah, before, we, we, before we get stuck into the customer experience discussion we're going to have mm. um, First of all, tell us all uh, why you do what you do and what was the pivotal moment that took you down this path? Yeah, obviously, so I'm a, a, a primarily nowadays I class myself as a restaurant consultant. Um, as you said, I've also authored a book and I do, um, I do, do some um, keynote speaking as well. But, um, you know, my, my background is um, sort of over 20, 28 years in the hospitality sector. Um, I started when I was 14 as a uh, uh, on the pot wash, as many of us do, and then moved into um, uh, sort of cooking when a, a, a chef walked out of the restaurant that I was working in, um, and I just ended up being asked to sort of help out. And then over the sort of following weeks, months, and, and then into years, I um, you know I sort of trained trained as a chef. Um, in the meantime, in, in, in between, I went to university and did um, two management degrees. Um, and then when I was 23, I went into my own business with my my parents, and we bought a a small hotel and uh, restaurant um, in uh, deepest, darkest Somerset and uh, sort of ran that business, grew that up. And then um, I kind of realized at the age of sort of 20, 25, 26, um, it was too smaller, too small a town for me. And I, I needed needed a um, bit of a bigger challenge. So we uh, sold that, bought another a restaurant and um, I grew that uh, from uh, and about a just under half a million pound turnover to over uh, 1.6 million, um, and then we bought another uh, restaurant at the same time. Um, and uh, you know the combined business was um, you know over, over sort of two two million pound business, and I ran that. And then um, very very briefly in 2007, um, 
both our businesses flooded um, and uh, I went into crisis management mode I suppose I had to learn very very quickly how to how to deal with two businesses flooding and and sort of uh, we we got them back up and running um, in sort of 2008 but then I, I decided that um, for me I'd kind of uh, kind of had enough so we sold one of them in 2008 sold the other one in 2009 and since 2010 I've been doing so what I, what I do now so I suppose the pivotal moment for me was um, it was the flooding um, and then uh, a sort of consequent time sort of after that of um you know I, I i i lost my passion because i wasn't sort of running the business i was having to deal with the sort of firefighting which i'm sure many people have sort of come come across in the past where you sort of you know you're arguing with insurance companies you know it's just all it's it just it just all got very um difficult and then uh you know, my, my passion for sort of cooking and hospitality and, and service and, and everything just just kind of went. And um, but over the last sort of let's say um, eight or nine years, where I've been working with various different clients on um, a whole range of different projects. Um, you know, I've, I've I've found that passion again. Obviously, writing the book sort of really kind of um, you know brought home to me. You know what I what I love about. Um, you know the sort of hospitality industry and what um, you know what what can be done and mm-hmm. my focus over the last sort of twelve months or so has been more on sort of how to deliver better sort of customer service and better customer experience, which is uh, I'm, I'm in the process now of writing book number two, which um, at the moment's got a working title of uh, for the for the love of customers. So, uh, but um, yeah, we'll uh, see see how that see how that develops. But um, you know, hopefully right. over the next sort of uh, few months, that will get written and published. Excellent. Well, I'll definitely look at that. Look, I'll look out for that when you publish that. From from what yeah. I learned from your your first book, which is Business Recipes for Success. Yeah. Um, I would highly recommend anybody in any 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 business to read that book. Um, obviously, you talk about your your hospitality journey and how you've used that, and obviously, you've um, brought together some recipes um, for different yeah. parts of that business, which are, are well worth checking in with. Hmm. Um, and um, yeah, it's packed full of value. Um, yeah. So, I, I sort of I, I resonate from what you just said about your, your floods, and um, the one thing that um, when something dramatic happens to a business that you put a lot of time and effort into and love mm. and you get that setback, it takes a hell of a lot more energy to get it back up. You think, well, it, have I got it, first of all, don't you? You think, can I actually do it? Oh, yeah, without, without a doubt, because yeah. you, you, you're back to square one. And, and obviously, yeah. at that point, I've been running the businesses for seven years. And, and like I say, although we'd, 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 we'd done the first one and, and you know, done very successfully with that and then moved mm. on to the, the second one. But um, yeah, you know, we'd invested a lot of money into them. We'd, we'd done refurbishments. Mm. Um, and, you know, literally actually the, the, the second business that, that flooded, um, we, we'd literally refurbed it four weeks prior. So we spent <laughs> nearly a quarter of a million pounds. Um, and yeah, yes. you know, it's, it's very disheartening because you kind of, you know, mm. I, I think you're up against it in business anyway, certainly as a, mm. as, as an independent you know you're, you're you know every day is 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 a challenge um but then sometimes it's just you know more of a challenge <laughs> and it's like oh what, what do i have to do to to kind of you know sort of really get you know yeah. to sort of 
that um, you, you know sort of post and uh, yeah yeah but if we put, if we put a bit of a, a leadership spin on this you know you are still leading that business and you you got the responsibility of keeping things going you got your you got your staff members wondering what's happening and all that stuff and you've got to lead them through this check or the, you know the massive change and yep. re, reborn re, reliving the the whole thing i suppose you could say well, um, no, ex- exactly your 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 own energy uh, that you've obviously got to energize your staff as well, haven't you? Bring them, bring them along. No, well, no, ex- exactly. And, and, you know, I was responsible for, you know, over 50, 60 staff and, and, and like you say, it's their livelihood as well. You know, you don't, mm. that's, that's the thing you don't, you, you know, sort of obviously also think is that, you know, if they, um, one of our, one of our businesses was closed for six months. So unfortunately we had to make, um, you know, and that, that was our biggest business. So we had to make, you know, sort of 40 odd staff redundant. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, yeah, it's, it's a big, I suppose, a big burden because you think yeah. actually, you know, you know, you know, these people, you know, they've worked hard for you. Mm-hmm. They've helped you achieve, um, you know, your goals and your vision. Um, and, and you know them, you know them, you might know the families, they, you know, you might mm-hmm. know they've got kids or whatever it might be. And, and, um, yeah, it, it's, it was a difficult, um, you know, for, like I say from a leadership perspective, you're thinking, you know, like I say, it's not just you. And obviously I had, you know, family as well. That's right, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, and it's, yeah, it, it, your, your kind of emotions and, um, you know, sort of, uh, position is kind of pulled in, in many directions. And, yeah. and I suppose in, in some ways, you, you know, you have to be a little bit selfish and I suppose, you know, um, you know, even if you refer to the, you know, the sort of um, airplane type scenario, don't you, which sort of got, mm. gets sort of brought up many times. But, you know, you put your oxygen mask on first because, you know, that, that, that was, I suppose, primarily, you know, what I went into in the mode of actually, you know, what I've got to make sure that the businesses um, survive, you know, yeah. um, because if I don't do that, then obviously, you know, nobody's going to have a job anyway. You'll say, although we had to make some people redundant, um, but I think you have to be quite selfish in, in, in that situation. Um, yeah. and, um, get your, you know, if you get yourself in order, then you can obviously do a better, better job leading. Um, mm. and I think that's, um, you know, that, 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 that to me was quite important. Um, so hundred yeah, percent, absolutely with you there. And yeah, yeah and it, but it's, but it's hard, but you know, you have to put yourself, like you say, be, be a little bit um, selfish because you know, at mm. the end of the day, it's, it's the best for you and for the team because you've got to, yeah. you've got to be there. If you're not there, then that's, that's an even worse situation. So absolutely yeah. right. Okay. So let's get stuck into this customer experience topic mm. that we're going to talk about today. And as I've mentioned, you've covered it, um, in deep, quite detailed um, in the um, your, your your business recipes for book, sorry, business yeah. recipes for success book. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about you've you've you've, you've um, cut it into four main pillars. You call them um, the feed yeah. pillars, um, yeah. which again, this is your first acronym that I've picked out. The feed, <laughs> which is um, feeling, environment, experience, and development. Yeah. which obviously fits in with the, the food thing that, um, that you talk about. But yeah. I, I think what we're all trying to, to we're striving to do is make people remember things. And I think you've done that really well. So yeah. let's just pick that apart a bit and talk about yeah. what the four main pillars are. If you want to talk yeah. about those four main pillars and, um, um, 
I think there's, there's, there's a lot of value there for everyone. Yeah, well, obviously. So yeah, so it's it's feed, feeling, um, I say, environment, uh, experience, and and development, and and um, yeah, obviously, you know, we I, I came up with that because of what I do, but um, but it it also like I say, it's very very relevant. So the feeling, um, you know, that kind of covers the. Uh, it's not just about how your customers feel about your business. It's also about how you feel about your business as a stakeholder owner. Um, you know, whatever your position is, and then also how your employees um, feel about your business. And it covers things like the brand, the marketing, the the strategy, um, obviously the leadership and the employees um, within your business. And it's that idea that at the end of the day, if you if you go into you know if you go into your business every day with the feeling of oh, you know I just can't be can't be doing with this, then mm. how do you think? everybody else through your business feels about about that certainly as as the, the as the leader mm. um and similarly if you're you know if your employees come in with the sort of you know as we know we all have good days and bad days um but if they come in with the sort of again the attitude of oh you know really can't be bothered today then it it always is going to pass on so you you've got to have this sort of um vision and, and sort of ability to always have that you know when, when you as, as we used to say to some of our staff, you know, when you are sort of serving, you, you're, you're on stage, you're performing. You yes, know? yeah. Everything else has got to be kind of, you know, the curtain opens. When we open those doors, that's the mm. curtain curtain up and, mm. and away we go and we do a performance. And yeah. but everything married into that. So obviously, you know, um, the, the brand and the, the you know, the, how, the, how the feel of the look and all, and all that, the, the sort of marketing, how that kind of all connects. Um, mm. because that obviously portrays the feeling across, you know, and, and, and like I say, when, you know, we're, we're very visual as people and, you know, I say, if you see, you know, the Virgin logo, you know, exactly what it represents, exactly what it means. And, and it's just, it's things like that, that you have to start to think about in, in your business of how yeah. do you portray, yeah. portray your brand. So, but you're right. Um, you're so right in that, you know, as a leadership in a leadership role, you've got to check in with how you're feeling because we, uh, what we don't think about is actually how pe- people pick things up from us. Cause you know, we are being monitored and watched by all sorts of people, whether it's our, our staff, our clients, uh, uh, all those people. And if we are not feeling it, then they will be feeling it as well. Uh, mm. And, and that's so important to check in with ourselves. And if we're not feeling, feeling it, on one day, it's fine. But if it's over a long period of time, then really you've got to reassess why you're doing yeah. it, what, what, how you're doing it, what you need to change. Because yeah. you're, you're not helping yourself and you're not helping anybody else by, you know, just getting on with it. Uh, and, that, and that's definitely something that I've picked up from my own experience and from working with clients is that it's really important to make sure that you're still feeling your business. Uh, and obviously that um, is, is then, um, what's the word? It almost like it emanates from you, from yeah. to, all, to all you're doing around you. So absolutely. No, and, and exactly. And as a, you know, when I, if I refer back to say when I, when we had the floods and everything else and over mm. time I, I got worn down and, and, you know, I didn't feel the, the passion mm. or, and, and that is when I made that, that, life-changing decision really of do you know what you know enough's enough and, and it's time for me to 
you know, kind of part with these businesses and 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 sort of um, and move on to sort of the next next sort of chapter in my you know in my career in life. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's big. You know, the other side of obviously, say with, with the customers, even if your if customers are coming into your business and you know you don't know what's going on in people's lives, and certainly in the hospitality. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. retail obviously you know your your sort of background yeah, yeah. Well, I, get- I, used to, I used to say especially to the, the younger members of staff that joined to say that just remember one thing if you're serving that person and especially if they're an elderly person you mm. could be the only person they speak to today yeah uh, mm-hmm. and if that's the case then make sure it's a good experience for them yeah yeah and and, and it's as simple as that isn't it just making sure that you, you check, check in with that person and we we're all in a rush hurry to do this and do the next thing but actually sometimes you just need to say well this person needs my attention and they need yeah. it um you know here and now and yeah. so no, definitely really, really important so yeah. feeling's really important so the next thing we talk that's about environment and that's another thing i um with the, in a retail background, we were all constantly refitting our mm. stores, and, and I'm sure that was probably the same with uh, your restaurants. Yeah, and obviously, you know, it, it links into the feeling because, again, mm. you know, and, and that's the thing; these pillars all do kind of interlink. They're not they're not separate, um, you, you know, sort of sort of parts. They 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 have to connect together, and that's yeah. why you have to sort of have all four pillars in place. But yeah, the environment's quite important because, again, we've all done it. I'm sure where you you know, drive up to, obviously, you know, if I take a hospitality scenario, you drive up to, you know, or, or pass a place and you look and you go, oh, that, that looks like a nice place to eat or, you know, that, that looks like a nice place to have a, have a drink or whatever it might be. Um, you know, but if it was really tatty outside, the inside could be, you know, a, a, a three Michelin starred restaurant and, you know, very opulent and serving the greatest food in the world. But, it, you know, every part of the environment has to fit and, and, um, and similar, I say, if it's the other way around, I say you don't have, you know, tablecloths and crystal chandeliers and glassware, you know, um, if you're going to to get a, a, a McDonald's burger type thing, you know, they're not, they don't they don't yeah. get out there. There, it's all got to have the right feel and, and the right environment to make people feel comfortable in, in the setting, and, and that's that is really quite important. So design layout, and obviously that can also. Yeah, and I guess and music plays a part as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've been to some restaurants that don't don't have music, um, and and they, you know, um, but then others, yeah, others do have have music. Yeah. And um, there's and, no right or wrong with this, is it? It's about what you know. No, what's what's your customer profile? What are they likely to want? Precise. And make sure it's, it fits that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. you have to think about every every angle, every step of you know, like you say. Um, of, of what you're trying to deliver you know what is your product and, and what is your style and how how that all fits to to, to the environment obviously we you know nowadays we're we're going for much more you know sort of experiential sort of styled um environments and and one thing that is you know the big buzzword um over the last sort of um sort of few months has been instagrammable um, you know, it's that, that, that people can, you know, they, they want to go in there and they want to take a picture of it. And there's some businesses that have built, you know, huge following just by having very, you know, flamboyant um, uh, sort of interiors or whatever it might be that, right. that people could like, say, you know. They, they, <laughs> they, I understand that what you're saying, but it's the first time I come across it. So that, yeah, I can see how yeah. that's important because, I mean, it's using that social media um, tool uh, and getting shared and people pick up it's almost like free advertising isn't it 
Oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's huge. And I say I've got um, clients at the minute that are, that are, you know, when they're thinking about the design of their restaurant or, or their business, their layouts, they you know, mm-hmm. that is exactly the, the, the thinking behind it. You've got this mm-hmm. sort of, um, in, you know, sort of thought process. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously then within the environment, you've got the internal, ex- external influences that, you know, mm-hmm. obviously take place. You know, some of those we can control, some of them we can't. Um, you know, obviously, you know, the buzzword at the minute is Brexit and things like that, you know. But I just think on, on those sort of things, you just have to, you know, obviously be aware mm-hmm. and and put in place, you know, as much as you can that, that will sort of counteract that. But obviously you have, you know, um, you know, sort of macro environments, you know, locally, you know, that might be influenced by different things and, you know, and, and, and whatever it might, you know, um, you know, obviously then the, the wider environment, but you, you mm-hmm. can't control those things. And it's no, like, no, it's control what you can, can control, control and, and not worry about the rest. Yeah. Yeah. We, we had to sort of deal with that, you know, so, mm-hmm. um, so I just think it's, it's having that as a leader, you just have to have, the awareness you have to you know have it in the back of your mind of okay that 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 is you know there and, and, yeah i guess it's part of that vision thing isn't it is is uh, having that vision and and um making sure that what you're, you're what you're actually creating uh, mm. the environment you're creating actually will deliver what the vision was in the first place yep yeah no, definitely yeah um and obviously we move on to experience which is the big you know the the, the, the big thing that we're we're focusing on um, yeah. with that, I, you know, I talk about customer journey and, and it's quite important. A lot of people, I don't think really understand their customer journey, um, and actually where it starts and, and obviously with the digital age that we have and, you know, um, you know, with, with the internet and, and all the various different sites and stuff that are on there, you know, for, uh, certainly for, not say for hospitality business, but a lot of businesses, obviously one of the first starting places would be to, you know, potentially Google, you know, and if you Google your, your business, um, you know, you might not be, it might not be your website. That's the first thing that comes up. It could be, you know, a third party site, uh, you know, something like Trustpilot or, um, you know, TripAdvisor or you know, Google reviews or Facebook or whatever it might be. And, and really that's, that's the starting point of the journey. Um, yeah. and in fact, it could even be before that because it could be somebody who's recommended you or, um, you know, you, they've, they've heard, you know, uh, overheard a conversation and it's, oh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give them a go or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the journey starts a long time before potentially, you know, they, they get to your door and you have to start to kind of, you know, you have that path that, that leads mm-hmm. to, to, to your business door of, of, of whatever that that might be yeah um, i was talking about this just a couple of days ago actually and um mm-hmm. I, uh, the, the figure i've i've mentioned and i've picked up is uh, about 70 percent of our decision making is is held before by is made before i should say from you know our um googling and check checking things out on various yep. social media etc uh, yep. and that's a, you know a key learning for any business to realize that you if that's the case then what are you doing to 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 um make sure that what they find is actually what you want them to find uh, no well, and exactly the the branding like i say when we talk about branding and you talk about you know and even just little things of you know what happens if somebody actually picks up the phone to your business i know it's a scary thought these days um, <laughs> but people do actually still still phone your business and it's how do you you know how, how do you react to that uh, or how have you trained your you know, team to, you know, 
pick up and answer the phone, yeah. um, you know, email and, and things like this. Obviously, you know, God knows how many billions of emails are sent today. But, you know, again, it's this, it, 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 you've got to have the the, the, the sort of um, the clarity of a message that is going out and it's got to be, you know, throughout every aspect of your business because, um, you know, how people contact your business and, and, and how people find your business is, is really, really key. And I think it's quite important that, that people understand that um, when they, um, you know, when they start to think about this, this journey to, 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 to where you, you know, you're going to end up. And then obviously you've got the, you know, the time that they are, what I sort of class as, you know, the direct engagements, obviously if it is a, a restaurant or a hotel or something environment, then it's the time that they are within your business that you can obviously have that greatest influence. And that's when you've really got to, you know, deliver this customer experience. Obviously they'll have already, like you say, you know, made certain decisions and understanding, but, but whilst they are, you know, engaging with that, your, your product, um, you know, that's, that's a key time that you can really, you know, sort of wow them. Um, you know, and if, it, you know, even for, for a business that isn't, you know, like say if you, you know, take, take for instance, if you're a, um, you know, a printer, say for instance, you know, the mm. time that, that you're engaging your customer to, you know, get the print job done or whatever, you know, if you make certain um, promises, then, then the key to that is to deliver on them, you know, against so many weeks, like, you know, oh yeah, well, I can turn it around in five days because you know that the customer needs it in five days but you know in the back of your mind you can't and it's like well then don't don't tell them you can you know say look actually you know there's no way you know you're going to get it done in five days um and there's probably no other printer that's going to be able to do it in five days but you know we could do it in seven and, yeah. and we'll we'll push every you know mountain to ensure that we deliver it in seven mm. I, th- I think from you know what, what i say is is, is it, we are always marketing wherever we are in the customer journey we are always marketing whether we are marketing to encourage them to come to us yep. um, while they're there we need to make sure that we're marketing to, so that they come back and then yep. after they they leave hopefully yeah. we are able to keep in touch and then obviously encourage them to come back by marketing them again. So it's, it's a yeah. marketing journey, isn't it? This that really oh, it's, never, it's never finishes, yeah. never, never yeah. ends. Yeah. Yeah. And we talk about touch points and things mm. like that, but it's also beyond those touch points. It's not just about the touch points. It's what's in between. It's the, mm. it's reading between the lines as well. And, and obviously you mentioned there the, the after sales, you know, so many businesses to me, just completely, totally, utterly fall down when they, you know, with the after sales. Mm. You know that that is the area that, in reality, you can you know you can make the biggest impact. And if you really consider how you, you know, like say, you, you know, these people have tried your business. They've, you know, hopefully they've had a great experience. It is a lot easier to get them to come back and spend more money with you than it is to go and find, you know, the next client, the next customer. Mm. Um, and and really, I shift a huge focus and a huge part of the marketing strategy to say, actually what we really want to focus on is, is, is loyalty. Cause cust- the thing is human beings are creatures of habit. We, we, we love what we know and, and you know, that that's our comfort. And if we, if we find somewhere that we're really comfortable with and really enjoy, and we will go back and back and back. Um, and I, I, I think that is the key. Um, mm. but a lot of businesses just don't, don't, don't consider that. And, um, mm. and that, that's that if you get that right, 
then then I think you know most businesses will will, will certainly um, yeah. you know thrive a lot a, a lot more. Um, and, and you're building on that already what you've already invested in as well. You're getting you know you're getting more return on that original investment rather than reinvesting in new customers. Um, yeah. Why why ignore your your existing customers? Yeah. Um, which, like you say, so many businesses do. Yeah. yeah yeah so and obviously then you know part other part of the experience obviously the key you know thing with experience is 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 your your team that is delivering that experience to ensure that they, yes. they really know what what it is they're doing you know um and, and obviously talk a lot about that you know sort of building that 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 team ethic that culture that people know um you know uh everything about the, the business and 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 um and, and what what they can do and mm. um and and having the boundaries that, that they that, you know that they can work work within and, and ensuring that it's not too strict you know it's having this ability mm. that they can actually think outside the box you know that, yeah. i think i forget forget who it was who said but um, i think it's steve jobs or something like that it was like you know why employ you know great people and tell them what to do you know you, you sort of these you can employ some really really great people and they will if if you create the right environment create the right culture yeah um have the right focus and then but they they will you know become ambassadors for your business anyway and they will go out and rave and shout about your business and yeah and and they will be as passionate can maybe not as passionate as you as an owner but you know they'll certainly have a certain amount of passion and loyalty yeah. to your business um yeah. sort of going going forward so and it's um, all it's all about adding value isn't it at the end of the day oh, I, I talk to people about uh, i actually call i talk about restaurants actually and mm. i said how come you can go to a restaurant and spend say 10 pounds a head and come away thinking you got bad you know poor value mm. and then yep. go to another experience where you pay say 50 60 70 pounds a head and come away thinking you've got fantastic value you know yeah. it's all about value it's not about cost it's about value what what was the was the experience was yeah. what we i've actually paid for value yeah. for money and how do i measure that on a scale of value was it a good value or was it poor value and that's how we make a almost like a um unconscious decision based on what we bought isn't it is that value mm. thing uh, yeah and when and when i do when when i do sort of workshops and and, and trains with, with with businesses i talk about you know, like I said, that exact sort of thing you talk about, you know, um, a good experience, you know, a, a great experience and then an exceptional experience. And yeah. when you start to sort of, you know, get people start to feed back about, you know, when they've had a good experience, when they've had a great experience and then really think about it. When have you had a, an absolutely exceptional experience? And when you start to map that out and, and people start to think about that, there's, there's, um, you know, you know the, the factors that come that come down, and obviously everybody has different ideas of value. Um, so, so mm. it's it's not an easy thing yeah. to sort of measure, um, and it's not just like itself. So if, you know, within a, a restaurant environment, it's not just about the, you know, the, the the food. It is you know, it's more than the food. It's 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 the atmosphere. As you know, I mentioned before about there's a restaurant that I know that, um, you know, they've got two Michelin stars. They're a very, very good restaurant. The food is always absolutely exceptional, but they don't have music in their restaurant. They don't, you know, they don't have any background music. Mm. And I've been a number of times to the restaurant, and sometimes the atmosphere is a bit flat, um, and other times the atmosphere is really, really great. And it's it's not a big restaurant, but obviously it's you know, so multi award winning. It's very, very successful. The chef is absolutely superb. The service is always great, mm. but the experience can be different dependent on 
the other diners within the within the uh, yes yeah, yeah. And as simple as because they don't Crossing. have background music and it's something that we don't really think about you know, we don't go to a restaurant to listen to background music no but you know, it's almost also when you're watching a you know a tv program or a film mm. you know actually the music probably you know you're not listening to the music but you know if you took a lot of big you know these big blockbuster films and took out the music they wouldn't nearly be as, as as great as what they are. Yeah. Um, uh, it's almost as if you've got to check in how we're feeling this t- tonight, guys. Um, do you think we need the music on or not? And it's almost like mm. adapting, isn't it? Yeah. Being very adaptive to, to the, the actual, what's going yeah. on here and now, yeah. rather than saying, yeah. well, that's what we do. We put it on at that volume, blah, blah, blah. But it's not that simple. It's actually adapting to what the environment, you know, what's going on within the restaurant. I suppose if it's really bustling and there's lots of, you know, um, talk going on that's different than yeah. if there was if it's only half full and that's it's a different scenario yeah, isn't it? yeah so, what do say? If, you, yeah. if you've got all couples and they're not mm. talking they've had an argument before they came out <laughs> and, you know, obviously. valentine's night yeah they're just there because yeah. they have to be there <laughs> <laughs> okay and, and i think probably we need to probably move on from that experience it's so important but it, well the last element of that feed and uh, analogy acronym whichever you want to call it um, is yeah. the development thing, which is I'm quite passionate about, is the innovation yeah. part of development. It's actually constantly learning and developing and looking for new opportunities, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and and like I say, it's it, you know obviously it's looking at the trends of of, of what's happening in like I say that wider environment within your business or um, within the, the the world itself. If you can obviously spot the trends and try and get either ahead of the curve or you know whilst it's whilst it's happening, um, you know obviously at the minute in the Hospitality sector, it's all about gin, which I think is a trend that will will, will, will fall fat on its face, you know? Yeah, right, that's interesting, yeah. I, I've noticed that. Yeah. I've noticed that yeah, everyone yeah. seems to be opening gin bars and um, shops. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I, I, I like gin before it was trendy, so, you know, that's <laughs> what there's only so many types of gin you can drink. My partner um, likes gin, and, and the trouble is when you when you go to the, the counter, you, you're going to be asked, I know you're going to be asked a question now, is which gin would you like? Whereas before it was just a gin and tonic. Now it's, yeah. you know, we have 57 varieties. Which one would you like? <laughs> yeah, I oh, know. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? And, okay. um, you know, obviously technology is a huge, you know, aspect. And I think technology has got to be used in the right way. You know, I'm very much, again, when we, we move back to the customer experience, you know, there's no point in adapting technology just for the sake of adapting technology. You know, don't just, oh, we'll, we'll add that because, you know, it, it, it will do X, Y, Z. Um, a technology has to fit and it has to be, you know, you have to be able to, you know, um, bring it into the business that will enhance the customer. You know, don't, don't just get technology for the sake of it. You know, to me, I'm still, we like to say, I still do pick up the phone and phone people, um, you know, because I, gosh, yeah, I know, (laughs) I know, you know, I do email as well, but I do think, (laughs) I do think, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we are, you know, talking to people you know is still a, you know is very very important you've got to build yeah. and you can't you know put emotion and, and feeling into an email or a text message or whatever it might be um you know it, you need i i think you know talking is is great because obviously you get to really know somebody with the you know sound of the voice obviously nowadays you can even obviously you know video skype or whatever it might be um it's like backward innovation there isn't it you're you're innovating but you're doing something that's been around for ages but not many people do anymore yeah yeah Yeah. and i think so but there's obviously technology you can bring in that will you know let's say do help the process and speed up the process which is great but it you know just like i say just have that in the back of your mind of you know 
like I say, so many websites I go onto and they don't even have a phone number on there. And it's just like, you know, I just want to, you know, I don't want to be sending you an email and then thinking, you know, will they respond today or will it, will it be tomorrow? Or, you know, have, have they actually seen that email? Or, you know, I just want to pick up the phone and say, look, yeah. I've seen this on your website, you know, what, what, what's the deal, whatever it might be. Yeah. It's instantly, the thing is that it's the thing. Picking up the phone is an instant thing. You know, although sending emails instant doesn't mean that the reply is going to be instant. Um, because you've got to hope that somebody on the end of the email is either reading it right then um, and they will reply right then or they, mm. you know, and, and hope that they don't read it, forget about it, as I do with many emails sometimes, is forget about it and then reply three days later. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. um, you know, so you've got to, you know, say technology has to be used in, in the right way. And the other thing is obviously, you know, don't just automate everything because, again, um, you know, I think that starts to frustrate people if it's just an automated reply. You know, we want personalised experiences so we we, you need to personalize communication so you know obviously there is technology that can then start to personalize stuff but you know there's nothing better than than obviously that actual you know much more personalized sort of sort of message so Mm. um you know i'll talk about standard operation procedures which is just again having a uh, a set um process Mm. um and again a lot of businesses with systems and things like that is thinking about actually having a um, a process in place that you can follow, um, and and then if something goes wrong, then obviously you can go back and look at what went wrong in the process. What a lot of what I find with a lot of businesses when they don't have you know, these sort of processes in place or these standard operating procedures in place is that when something goes wrong, you say, "Well, why do you think that is?" Well, I don't know because we all do it differently. Yeah, you know? um, and that's the important thing is that it's being consistent, isn't it? So that yeah. whenever a customer comes in, they get the same experience uh, and yeah. deliver it in the same way, but obviously with the personal, you know, one to one. Well, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's not being that... robotic about it. It's actually yeah. well, this is the way we do things, and this is, and that's that's why we yeah. do. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So when, like I said, when you answer the phone, it's not that it has to be a set script and they've got to read it word for word, hmm. but it's having within their you know, maybe certain things that have to, you know, that have to be covered. So whatever that might be, you know, yeah. if you're answering the phone for whatever type of business it is, it says, okay, you can answer the phone in your own personal manner because that gives the personality of each mm-hmm. individual. But as long as within, you know, that first 30 seconds you mention X, Y, and Z, that's the key elements yeah. that have to be done. And, yeah. and you sort of do that and then have that procedure because, you know, and then, like I say, if something goes wrong and they go back and you go back through it and say, well, that's the reason that went wrong is because you only mentioned X. You forgot to mention Y and Z. Or yeah. you, only, you mentioned Y and Z and you forgot to mention X and whatever Absolutely. it might be. So, so it's just yeah. having that, you know, process in place and that, you know, kind of framework, I, I think I'd sort of call it, yeah. um, that then can then, you know, be filled in with the personality, but there's there's much, you know, much more. Um, you know, obviously then there's the, you know, the the sort of, your goals and aspirations of the business and that has to be communicated throughout the business i think you know again um mm. it's fair enough you as a as an owner or a stakeholder or whatever you've got your vision and that's what you want if you don't then tell every level of the business you know what those goals and aspirations are then you're never going to achieve them mm. um so it, and it's communicating at every single level and and not necessarily you know you as the as a leader sort of just passing it down to your you know your manager you know pass it down to you know talk directly to you know let's say with me and my restaurants or at my hotel you know i'd talk to the cleaner you know, <laughs> I'd talk to 
you know, to yeah. the, um, yeah. you know, to the to the sort of um, so you should, yeah, uh, housekeeping. I talk to the, you know, to the pot washer and everything. You know, key key position in the kitchen is a pot washer. Um, you know, really important position. Um, and so you you know it, it it you've got to you've got to communicate with these people and say, look, you know, yeah. this this has to be done. Your job's important because you know you are part of a a bigger being and you're a key key component within it and um you know so you don't want the chinese whispers sort of style of well, you know yeah yeah well it was it's like the janitor that um was it jack kennedy stopped at nasa and 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 he asked him what he was doing and he said i'm, I'm helping to put somebody on the moon and that's yeah. that is you know that's the best way of describing uh, how that works yeah. and if you can get that in everybody that's involved in your business then mm. you know you're winning um yeah. John, yeah. I'm sad to say that we're running out of time. So we're no, getting to fine. a point where we, <laughs> we, we need to get some top tips from you. But, but, but I think before we do that, I think we should yeah. just um, go through the acronym that you use for leader, um, just yeah. six words you use, because I think that, that they're, they're really useful. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so obviously, you know, as a leader, you know, we, we learn every day, um, you know, yeah. and, and and even like, say, even now, we, me as a, you know, as I've been in this industry for nearly 30 years, um, and and I even still you know still learning because things are changing you know like say the, the you know technology or whatever's coming in and 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 um, and, and you've got to you know you've got to be on top of that so yeah. um, and then like I say there's always a better way of doing things you know I think you know say there's always a better way of doing things there's always a, a different way of doing things and you should maybe try it you know <laughs> um, yeah. you know and, and then you'll find out whether it's better or not or whether it's actually do you know what no we'll go back to go back to that okay. um, obviously we talk about empowerment and and it, and it is you know again certainly with and also we talk about generation um z coming through and everything else and they want to be you know they, they want to be part of you know something and i think so if you can empower people to you know sort of take sort of um responsibility you know even at a say at that lower level at that you know if we mm-hmm. sort of call it a janitorial sort of level okay. um I think that's that, that, as I say, is, is really um, key and sort of help people to sort of, you know, grow um, and, and empower them to sort of really, um, you know, sort of uh, not have a fear of failure, I think is a, is, is a key key thing, yeah, you know. And, and I've been through that, obviously, with my businesses. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I, I had that, you know, real sort of fear of, of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, as we've talked about, you know, over the last sort of half an hour or so about adapting, you know, um, you know, it's, it, you've got to adapt to everything within your business and within, you know, the wider environment and how um, obviously different people need different things. And I think, again, as a as somebody, you know, leading um, you know, forward, you've got to be able to see that, you know, not everybody is going to respond um, into it to a certain um, process, a certain yeah. way that you might talk to them or um, engage with them. Um, so, you know, so it's important that you sort of have that adaptability. Yeah. Um, you know, say I, I, I'm, I struggled with the next one in, in my earlier days of delegating. Um, yeah. and I would try and do everything. <laughs> I think it's a challenge for any leader when yeah. they know that they could do something is to yeah. actually allow somebody else to do it is, is, is yeah. a big one. Yeah. But especially when it's your own business, you know, mm. it's, it's your baby and everything else. And I, mm. I did really struggle at times to sort of, you know, and I would sort of really work myself into the ground. And it's only when I really, you know, obviously I, I brought in good people around me 
Um, and and they would, you know, they'd be honest with me and say, John, you know, you, you can't do everything. So you know. Yeah. Almost sort of bugger off, John, and we'll do it. One of the great questions, actually, is someone comes to you with a question that you're tempted to do yourself, um, rather than take take over and and sort it, is to ask, well, what would you do if I wasn't here? And that's yeah. a form of delegation. It's almost passing back, um, also, or, you know, not responsibility, but just giving them a chance to actually um, put some input in as well. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Um, okay. And obviously, finally, the final two, obviously, engage. You know. Um, where you know in the age of information and sort of you know you've got to have this ability to sort of engage and communicate and obviously but again different ways of communicating um and obviously communicating to you know obviously all the different um sort of different channels within your business whether that be suppliers customers the team you know how you communicate might might be different and how you engage each aspect of the influences your business might be might be different but you've got to sort of um create that um uh, sort of engagement for, with, with everybody and have you know obviously people that were within within your business that have got to have the belief in in you and your brand and, and everything you do yeah. um and then obviously as we sort of said you've got to be able to review stuff you know you've got to you know evaluate not just your what you do but what others do mm. um and and evaluate you know that regularly don't don't and again create a culture where you know it's okay to sort of actually put your hand up and go do you know what i, I didn't do that right um yeah. you know and um and then you can obviously learn from it and put the steps in place to make sure it doesn't happen and happen again so brilliant um, yeah so that's the the, the the six um letters of leader yeah. learn learn every day empower adapt delegate engage and review fabulous yeah. stuff um, and so, if we haven't already given them an, enough yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> content and value here, three three things that we can we can take away from today, listening yeah. today. Then, um, yeah, for me, obviously, the, the, the most important. Obviously, if you have employees, you know they are they are your number one in delivering the customer experience. So, you know, do invest in them, um, do look after them, because uh, ultimately they they will look after your customers. Um, you know, and that you know, yeah. I, I think. We, we spend a bit too much time thinking actually, do you know, we're a customer focused business rather than actually, do you know, we should be employee centric. Um, and if you create that culture of, you know, look after your employees, like I say, they, they, they come to work every day. They, they become ambassadors and they're like, do you know what, we're going to go and, you know, work for this business and do this and do that and, and, mm. and make it a better business obviously, because they rely on customers to obviously keep their jobs. Um, Number two is is have and develop strong core values. So have values within your business, and um, but don't just have them. You know, create a culture that actually understands and believes in them. Um, because I think that's the thing. You know, we obviously values is the buzzword. So everybody sort of creates values. They put them on the website or whatever it might be, or they say, yeah, these are the core values that we have in our business. But then if you actually ask every single member of you know that business and and uh, the employees in that business and even some of the customers they probably won't know what they are mm. so it's it's not just having the core values but also then you know um creating the culture that actually knows what they are and understands why they are your core values so yeah. um which basically comes on to the last one which is communication <laughs> um as we said you got to communicate directly to all levels in the business have that clear message and um but not only just have have the communication of you sort of talking to people, but also that, you know, listen, 
listen to the feedback, you know, um, you know, and, and, and take that feedback on board and, and, and like I say, um, adapt that going forward. So fantastic. That's, that, that's it. So that's yeah. it. Absolutely. Well, that there is, um, that was a bit a jam packed half an hour. I think it's a bit more than half an hour, but, um, thank you, John, for your time today. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. I will be looking forward to reading your second book when you get around to publishing that. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, the, that's, that's the challenge. <laughs> get get yes. that written and done. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, so, but for now, I will say thank you very much. And um, yep. hopefully we get a chance to chat again sometime in the future. Yeah. Thank you very much, Mark. It's been absolutely great. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please take a moment to leave a review. Don't forget to check out The Reluctant Leader Project at www.thereluctantleader.co.uk. Make a note to start, stop or continue doing whatever struck a chord in this episode. And until next time, be the best you can be.